In this episode, once again, we speak to the vibrant, the youthful, the amazing Jamie Milan. Jamie is an alignment coach, a strategist, speaker, realtor, and a podcast host. Jamie, on her own at the age of 15, um, she overcame a drug addiction when she learned that she had become a mother at 19. And Jamie lived with self-reliant a life filled with pressure to build a better life for her son, for herself and her son. Her figure-out mentality has helped to rebuild her life from a single rubber toto and went on to build three businesses that she runs today. And today we're speaking to Jamie about how to create awareness around your finances. Let's find out. And remember, if you want to upgrade your money mindset, then click on the link www.millionairefoundations.com and watch my free training. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession, or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And once again, we have the amazing, the beautiful, the lovely, the resilient, Jamie Marlon. Welcome, Jamie. Thank you again for having me. I'm excited to be back. Thank you so much for coming back, Jamie. We had such a fantastic conversation with you on Friday feature. We had to have you back today. Jamie, before we begin, everyone's heard your intro. They know how fabulous you are, but please, in your own words, tell everybody what it is that you do. Absolutely. Um, I am a multi-passionate entrepreneur, very proudly. Um, I like to stay busy. So I am a realtor here in North Carolina in the U.S. Uh, That's my bread and butter. I also am an Airbnb host. And so I property manage that on my own. And I am an alignment coach and strategist helping female entrepreneurs create alignment, reduce pressure, and just really create a lot of awareness so that they can live with peace. Wonderful. And so today's topic, then today we're talking about creating awareness around your finances. So before we begin this topic, tell tell me, Jamie, why is it so important for us to be aware of our finances? Uh, Most importantly, because I think that, you know, especially for entrepreneurs, you get this idea in your head that you want to make X amount of dollars. And I hear it all the time from coaching clients. Oh, I want to hit X amount this year. And I'll say, okay, why are we hitting that number? Like what's significant about that number? And oftentimes it's a number that people think, oh, I should hit. That's the definition of success, but it may not be theirs. And then it can create a lot of pressure on them if it's such an inflated number and they don't even know how they're going to spend it yet. They don't have the mindset there. You know, they've got these limiting beliefs unpacked. So we really have to have some awareness in terms of what your numbers are and then tracking it. So we're aware of, are you on track to it? You know, uh, so I think it starts with awareness there. Fantastic. So how does one begin to create awareness around your finances? Yeah. So the first thing that my clients and I do is we work through uh, what their expenses are, right? Mm -hmm. And we get extremely detailed. I have a a very detailed list. It's very comprehensive. Uh, We go through their personal budgets, you know, their expenses for their household. We go through their business expenses. 
but I make sure that they're also including things that we call, you know, their life by desire. And mm-hmm. so this is what are we saving up for? You know, are we putting money aside for, you know, a kid's college? Are we putting money aside for, you know, a property to purchase or for vacations? You know, what is it that we also want to to have to thrive? Because we don't want to just be, you know, living to work. We want to work to live. Mm -hmm. And so we start there because until we know what our expenses are, including those live to thrive, you know, those life by desire expenses, we don't know what it is that we really need to earn in our entrepreneurial business. And when we do that, we incorporate your taxes as well so that we're we're already accounting for the fact that you're going to be paying self-employment taxes most likely. and, And, you know, very thorough budget. And and that's really the first place to creating awareness around what your needs are in terms of a financial goal and a profit goal, because then we can start to reverse engineer the plan in terms of the business plan. How are we going to get there? Hmm. Okay. So first step is to work out what your expenses would be. Um, and I do a very similar process as well. So I understand that not just at the moment, but what your, your expenses would be when you have a life of, of your life by design. So the life that you're, you know, you want to live, the one that you're looking for, the one you're trying to manifest. So in terms of the expenses required for the house, for the car, for any home help you need, et cetera. And then the same thing applies to your business, the kind of, you know, VA or, you know, maybe COO for the company, et cetera, et cetera. So you need, you sort of figure out what kind of money you're looking at to be able to run your business as well as your home. Okay, that's the first step. What's the next step after that? Well, and then we have to be able to start looking at your mindset around it, Mm. right? Because if you can't, if you're going to tell me that you want to make $200,000 this year, but we're not able to get those numbers up to that, you know, if your your life, your your personal life and your business expenses together come to, uh, you know, maybe 90 grand and you can't even envision how you're going to spend this other 110, right? Then we have this inflated number. And then I'm going to start to ask you questions to see, is there pressure that's going to be sitting in there? Is this attainable? Like, you know, your your product or your service, you know, the price point may not even be supporting that. But most importantly, if we have this much pressure on us to hit this, you know, arbitrary number, well, that pressure is going to affect your energy along the way, mm-hmm. right? And vice versa. We may say that we are looking to make $200,000 and then we find out that's not going to fund what we really are working towards. You know, it might be that, we want to buy a house and we tell ourselves we want to buy a house next year. And then we work it out and we're like, I don't know how I'm going to save that much money. So we need to be able to set some realistic expectations because all of this is going to affect your mindset. And sometimes we have some limiting beliefs that we need to overcome too, right? Right. Maybe some people feel like they don't deserve to even want to have this big thing. You know, I mean, I've worked with some women who, you know, they put a a Chanel bag, you know, Mm -hmm. on their life by desire and they, they do it with a little bit of like, Ooh, I don't know if I should. And it's like, wait, 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 if that's what you truly want, girlfriend, Like you're allowed to work towards that. It's not Mm -hmm. like we're spending our personal and our business expenses on that beforehand. But if you budgeted it in there, why not? You know, so let's just work towards that because that way we have the mentality every day that we're showing up that we know what our activities are driving us towards, Mm -hmm. right? And what I've found is that when we do that and we put the accountability into place to be able to hit those metrics, well, I mean, 
you can sometimes hit these goals way faster because it's important for you to know what you're working towards so that you can see what it is that you you know you want to have and you can start behaving in ways that is making decisions and in actionable steps that is going to get you to that place that you want to be do or have and and if you don't have that clear vision of what it is you're going to really struggle to make those everyday decisions that will push your business forward or mm-hmm. that will hold you accountable to the activities that will get you there right okay so how does one unpack this how does one look at the limiting beliefs that they have That's a great question uh, because it takes some digging, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, Usually I find that that's going to be the segment, you know, creating your expenses, putting all those numbers on paper. People don't have an issue with that. Yeah. You know, when we reverse engineer it and we show you, okay, so this is what it would take on a monthly basis or a weekly basis. It breaks it down and it starts to look really attainable. Right. Mm -hmm. But again, it becomes those limiting beliefs where we have to unpack and create the awareness around why do we feel like we we want that or that we deserve th- that we don't deserve that cuz that's the other big one that comes up is i don't know if i should say this or they put down things that their spouse wants and not them and and so that's where we have to really start to dig in and i i have um worksheets that i use with my clients where we dig in with why 3 to 5 times you know what would this do for you What would this do for your family? What impact would it have on you if you didn't meet this goal, right? Mm -hmm. So we're really starting to determine, are we saying this because it's a surface level should, Mm -hmm. or is it something that we truly desire? Because again, what we want to do is we want to get down to the core of it Mm -hmm. so that we can determine, are you going to be committed to the activities and hold yourself accountable and be disciplined to get yourself there? I think that's the key here because if you're if you just have this sort of wanting something and desire for something without the commitment towards it, um, you're going to fumble at the first um, hurdle. I, I know this, and so sometimes we we go in and we are very committed, as, and only when we're, we're we're either going to swim or sink at that moment, then we're like, oh, had I known it was this hard, I would not even bother to, I wouldn't have tried. But the universe knows better. So, sometimes it puts you in those situations anyway but a lot of the times I think it is I think unless you're very clear about why it is that you want a particular thing and be very very clear about it and tackle the limiting beliefs behind it which makes you think you cannot or should not achieve those things you're likely to get up at the first hurdle and the universe will test you the universe will test your result have you have you noticed that that if you want to create something, the more you want to create it, the more the universe comes to test your resolve. You sure? You sure? You really sure you want it? How do you how do we tackle those moments where it seems like everything is against you and the universe is going against you too? Well, I think that that's an interesting perspective because I feel like sometimes that the more that I put down on paper and my journals and my thought process around what it is that I really want, it seems. To be to me that the world almost comes together to help make it happen. They put it puts things in place for me that I'm like, oh, I hadn't even thought about that tool or you know a brand new you know platform comes out and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's exactly what I was needing, you know. And it's so it's fascinating to me because that's a different perspective than I tend to have with it. However, I think that it can feel that way. But I think when we can tie it back to an emotional feeling as to what it is that we're working for, because let Mm -hmm. me say this, 
it's not always about a financial number, right? Yeah. That people, I mean, some people are very money driven and some people are not, but at the end of the day, what we, and people have different relationships with money based course, on their yes. upbringing. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when we can really n- narrow in on why it is that vacation that we want to go on, or it might be that somebody says, it's not money that I want to have. It's, I want to open up this nonprofit or I want to, you know, and it's like, well, it's going to take some sort of capital to do that. And so if we really hone in on that emotional aspect, then that's the thing that we can just keep coming back to. So if you do feel like the universe is testing you, it takes a a level of self-awareness to recognize my energy is starting to shift. I'm starting to go down this mindset of like, oh my gosh, everything is working against me. And it's like, okay, you know what? Of course it feels like this. I It makes sense that you're feeling like this. It's been a really stressful day. And at the same time, we know that if we just kind of calm down, set this aside and keep with the plan, because mm-hmm. there's always going to be a tipping point. I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. Right. Always, yes. I mean, I, I want to stop you there for a second. I'm not saying the universe is against you. I'm saying it feels at times it is. I truly Very believe much. that. I truly believe the universe is never against you. It's always working for you, not against you. And even even those situations which seem really negative from the face of it, there's always goodness behind it, and you will see that in hindsight later on. But in the moment, it can absolutely. And like, sometimes <laughs> it's those things when you just said that when you said you know, in hindsight, right? Sometimes it's those things that seem like setbacks that really was this way of like, oh, this is an intentional roadblock to help divert you into a different direction because that was the way that you needed to go. Or sometimes if you miss that plane, that flight, it's because you're going to be sitting there waiting on your next flight and guess who the conversation is that you strike up next to you, right? Mm -hmm. So sometimes there are things that it seems like in that exact moment. Yeah. But again, and and we talked about this on our last episode, it's what you focus on expands. If you don't have that moment where you're able to say, oh, it's not one thing, it's another, but also immediately shift towards, but I trust in this. I want this. I'm going to see it through. And I want, I want to point out and say like, I'm not saying like, oh, a positive mindset and just a will and a desire to have it is what's going to get you there. It is still going to take activity Uh, and also- And tracking what you're doing, right? Tracking the money that you're spending. Sometimes you have shiny object syndrome and you spend so much money and you lose track of it and you wonder why your profit margin is not getting you to that goal. Well, are we looking at our expenses? But additionally, it, it becomes this, if we're not tracking what we're doing, then we may not have the numbers to look at in terms of what's working well and what's not, because that's what's going to help you in your strategy to get to that goal faster, right? Because again, you can't just like, hope is not a strategy. We can't just want it so badly and just be saying that and not be taking actions. And there are ways to take even more strategic action when we look at your return on investment. You know, why are we, I'm not saying like, Oh, in two months, this thing didn't work. You know, there's a tipping point for everything. And that comes with if you are, if you've purchased a platform or you've started a certain strategy and you're having to put some, you know, investment into that, 
Are you actually doing that on a consistent basis to make the most of that investment to see the return on it that you wanted? Or was this one of those like, oh, that seems like a cool idea. And you you just did it on a whim. And then you're not holding that money accountable. Mm-hmm. Right. Because at the end of the day, you have and I have a I have a client who she has not wanted to look at her profit and loss statement. And I said, I know that you don't. And her thing was, I don't want to look at it and have a scarcity mindset. That right there, that statement tells you everything that you need to know in terms of what you need to work with with that client. Because it's not just about a scarcity mindset. It's you also have a business. You have to be able to make professional and and leadership decisions And that profit and loss statement is going to lead you in the direction that you need to. We can't just be putting money down the drain. That's a waste, right? It's not going to get you to your goals. And then we tie it back to that why, right? When we know what that emotional why is that's driving us, there's really no argument for why we want to ignore our profit and loss statement then. Yeah, 100%, 100%. So what's the next step after that? So after we've we've, we've created the awareness in terms of where we are, we've created in term, and then we made um, a detailed account of the expenses that we will have when personally and professionally if we want to live our life by design. And then we look at limiting beliefs. What's the next step after that? Yeah, so we look at the mindset and the why, we dig into that. And then we start to put into the into place, you know, the plan in terms of how are we going to track it? And it might be, you know, the the profit and loss statement, right? We're looking at our expenses every every month, absolutely. Um, and it might also be in terms of if it's saving, right? If you're working towards this thing and you we set up milestones, right? So we reverse engineer what that plan is. And then we set up these milestones because you need to be able to celebrate the little wins, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it can't always have your eye on just the biggest prize, but we set up these tracking weight, tracking measures so that there are ways for you to see, am I on target? Am I on goal? Mm-hmm. Because again, how are you going to be aware if you're on track with it, if you are on target, if you're not tracking it in some shape or form? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that that's a huge aspect of your plan. So we're reverse engineering the plan and that plan is going to include how are we tracking it? It can be as simple as a spreadsheet. I mean, it genuinely can be on Google Sheets and every single month you put it on your calendar, the days that I'm going to transfer money. I mean, for me in the beginning, I had to have separate bank account, like checking accounts for different things that I was saving for. It was the only way I could, in my mind, separate out these different things, you know, my my taxes, you know, my vacation fund, I had a savings account to buy the investment property. And I had reverse engineered, okay, I want a property, uh, you know, in three years. So all right, here's the amount of money that I'm going to need a down payment for reverse engineer that by 36 months. Okay, here it is. And when we do that, and we're paying attention to all of our money, we realize where we might have extra influx, you know, because especially as entrepreneurs, you probably have, you know, busier months than others, and you can put extra money towards those things. My three-year goal was accomplished in two years, Mm -hmm. but I wouldn't know, oh, well, I have extra that I could put forth towards this thing or towards that thing if I didn't have ways to track it. And so I think it becomes, you know, working with a client to help them with this, it becomes a matter of, tuning in to what seems like is uh, in alignment with them, you know, where their energy aligns. For some people, they don't want to do any of it. And they have, 
you know, the capital where they can actually hire, you know, a, an accountant, you know, or a bookkeeper. Uh, but at the same time, I tell them, I'm like, we can't still not look at it. Right. Mm-hmm. So if they have somebody that's man- managing their money, you still have to inspect what you expect and keep your eyes on it, too. So, you know, again, to recap there, you're you're going back in and you're reverse engineering the plan, putting a strategy together for how are you going to hold yourself accountable for that to this mm-hmm. and how are you going to track it to make sure you're on target? Fabulous. So that's the the four steps method from my understanding of yours. Right. So if I let me do a quick recap. First of all, you write down, okay, you become aware of where you are. You become aware of your goals. You become aware of where is it you want to go. Step number two after that is actually write down how much it's going to cost you to live the life that you put down, which is for your personal life as well as professional in terms of your business and so forth. Step number three is now working out how, on any limiting beliefs, unpacking the stories, um, why you cannot or why you should and so forth, understanding that. The next step after that is actually um finding out a way you can track it. So how do I track my progress? Anything that's tracked can be expanded on, can be elaborated on, can be you know worked on. And anything that's not tracked, well, you don't know. What you don't know is what you don't know. And therefore, unless you track your finances, unless you track your, your progress, you have no idea whether you've hit the goal or not. And, um, and that's basically, in a nutshell, how to, um, why creating awareness around your finances helps you to create a life of design. Is that correct? Yeah, I just want to add to that with that tracking aspect, it's important that we reverse engineer what those those goals are. So we know what our strategy is to achieving them, because, you know, when you're starting out, you don't know what you don't know. And I think it's important to say that this is kind of almost like a full circle, because then once you're tracking it and you're seeing and and you're seeing what strategies are working, what strategies aren't, you're also going to be able to pay attention to what feels authentically in alignment. And the more that you start to practice awareness, even around what feels like it's working well and what's not, what's draining you, what's not, you know, maybe I want to try on a different product or service in my business. You're creating awareness all over again, mm-hmm. right? And and you're allowed to change. We're allowed to pivot. You know, you, we need to stay committed to a degree um, and try things on for a long enough time that we can see what's working, what's not. But again, that's also how we we track, right? We're tracking not num- not just numbers. We're tracking our energy. We're tracking our success. Like you might find success in something that's working, you know, really, really well, but you hate doing it. <laughs> you know, you feel so drained doing it. You're you just don't look forward to it ever, you know. And it's like one of those things where it says, okay, well, how long term sustainable is this, or can this be leveraged? You know, because we have to just figure out what's going to work for you long term. So I just think that it's a full like awareness circle. I wish I just love that. <laughs> awesome. So, do you have any parting comments for our audience? Um, again, I think it just comes down to mastering the self-awareness aspect of anything and everything. Um, I'm a huge proponent that the more that you practice this, the easier it becomes and it's applicable to any and every area of your life, whether it's your your personal life, your business, your relationships, you know, communication or your finances. Mm-hmm. And so we have to become aware in order to create any growth, to create any change, to create momentum. And so it comes down to creating self-awareness around all of those things. Fantastic. Awesome. So tell us, Jamie, how can we find you on the internet? How can we connect with you? Yeah, absolutely. So um, if you're listening to this on the podcast, then you can uh, search whatever platform you're in right now for Determined AF. And I've got a podcast there that drops every Monday. 
Uh, you can also find me on jamiemilam.com. And um, I think I'm going to send you a link where we've got, they can download the self-awareness mastery guide. Mm-hmm. And that's just jamiemilam.com slash self-awareness guide. Wonderful. So if you are listening to us on the podcast, the links Jamie's just mentioned will be in the show notes. And if you're watching us on YouTube, then down below in the description section, we'll have all the links that Jamie's just mentioned. Go check her out and see how she can help you become more aware of your finances so that you can create a life by design. Well, thank you so much for joining us today as well, Jamie. It's been another fantastic conversation and it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for having me. It's been wonderful. Thank you. And thank you for listening to me and Jamie today on Money Talkies. I will be back with another amazing guest finding out how you and I can build a better business. Until the next time, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website www.gulkhan.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop. And if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money, then go and get my book, Laws of Money, from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.